Are you ready to launch? Yes, let's go. Welcome to Lawyers Who Launch, the podcast hosted by two law school besties who practice law and are now ready to inspire and empower you to take positive steps in your professional and personal life to find joy and fulfillment. Law students, wouldn't you rather spend your precious time building networking relationships that will serve you for years and years to come rather than spend that precious time trying to figure out how to network successfully? This is why we built the Law Student's Guide to Networking course. The course is now open and available. As soon as you purchase, you have immediate access to the entire course, all of the video modules, the guides, the ebook, and some additional bonuses. You can start right now developing your networking plan and building your professional network. Click the link in our bio right now to purchase the course and start building your network today. Hi, Haley. Hi, Amy. You know, when most people think of lawyers, they think of litigators battling it out in a court or perhaps in a large glass conference room overlooking a beautiful cityscape. They think of the words that lawyers use and the way they present themselves. If you are a lawyer or a law student, you've probably had at least one person in your life say to you that they would make a good lawyer because they like to argue. Yes, as a litigator, the ability to put together a good argument and articulate that in an effective presentation is absolutely critical. However, there is another skill that is not as commonly discussed, but is so vital for every area of law, and that is listening. Haley, as our listeners know, we are in two very different practice areas. As a result, we use our listening skills in different ways. So let's start with you with litigation. As a defense attorney, my clients are the ones that are getting sued. Getting sued is stressful and scary. The first time I meet with a client, I have a lot of information to tell them. We discuss what they should expect, how long the case may last, different events they will have to participate in. There is a lot of information that I need to give to a new client. We also talk about the case and what happened, of course. Additionally, I share information about myself and my experience, as well as that of my firm. There is a lot that I have to say. However, one of the most important things that I do during that initial meeting is to listen. It is important that I make a genuine connection with my client because we're going to be working together for a long time. Of course, they care about most of the information that I am sharing with them, but I think the thing that makes the difference is that I'm also listening to what they are telling me. So think about this. If you've ever been upset or frustrated about something and talk to someone else about it, even if that person is totally uninvolved and cannot help you in any way, if they listen to you and you feel as though they've really heard you, you definitely feel a bit better. Listening and really genuinely hearing my clients makes a difference in how they feel about the litigation process and then how willing they are to place their trust in me as we work through the case together. 
And building that trust is vital. Absolutely. In my practice, I'm often meeting with people who don't really want to think about what I'm asking them to think about, death and taxes. Before our initial meeting, I send a questionnaire so that I can get a complete financial and family picture. In our meeting, I can better focus our discussion about their estate planning needs and their goals. No one wants to pay more in taxes than they're required to, but beyond that, it gets a bit more complex. There may be difficult family relationships to navigate. There may be concerns about how someone can handle money. There may be medical issues. Sometimes, people are very upfront about these concerns. But other times, it is danced around quite a bit in our conversation. So I need to be certain that I'm listening carefully so I understand and can follow up with the right questions to get the information that I need to formulate the best plan for this particular financial and family situation. Amy, you bring up asking questions. Have you ever heard the advice to only ask questions you know the answer to? Yes, and I think that definitely applies more to litigation practice, right? For trial, yes, but before then, absolutely not. So during discovery depositions, I ask all sorts of questions that I don't know the answer to because I'm in discovery. Depositions can be long and tedious. They take time to prepare for properly. But what differentiates a good deposition from a great deposition? The answer is simple, listening. It is patently obvious from a deposition transcript whether the attorney taking the deposition was listening. Many times, the information you need can only be found through listening and taking that information that you just learned and following up on it. But you can't ask those necessary follow-up questions if you aren't listening to what is being said and also what is not being said. That sounds like the kind of skill that you can only really hone through practice, actually going through the deposition process. Absolutely. There is definitely a learning curve when you're a young litigator. But when I was listening to what you were saying about how you listen and ask questions during your initial meeting, it reminded me of something else. I have seen inexperienced attorneys take depositions from a binder of questions. They never wavered from the questions in front of them. And as a result, they lost so many opportunities for follow-up questions and really digging in deep to certain information that may have been relevant to the case. So what you said about your initial questionnaire really made me think of that. And you could so easily stick to a script and develop an estate plan, but there'd be so much you missed and it might not end up being the best estate plan for your client. Exactly. And I'm biased because this is my practice area, but there are very few simple, straightforward estate plans. There are always nuances and concerns that are very personal to the clients. I think it's great that you get that initial questionnaire out of the way at the beginning, and then you're really able to focus your meeting on digging into those personal details. Now, I can say with certainty that I'm a better listener now than I was when I first entered in practice. So what about you? Definitely. As a new attorney, I remember how nervous I was sitting in a client meeting, worried that I wouldn't know the answer to a question that I might be asked. 
And as a result, I wasn't fully able to just listen to what the client was saying. Experience and making a conscious decision to focus on just listening to the client made a big difference. I absolutely did the same thing as a new attorney. Lawyers love talking and making their point known. And there is a temptation to speak for the sake of speaking. And I don't know if this is specific to litigation, but I definitely felt a pressure to talk in some circumstances. Now, as I've been in practice for a while, I'm much more confident in my skills and my abilities, and I feel more comfortable sitting in the silence. And I know that listening to what is being said, and then of course, what is not being said, to be a very powerful tool. Because it is such a powerful tool, we have five strategies for improving and honing our listening skills to share with you today. The first one is to repeat back what has been said. This helps you to make sure that you've understood correctly, as well as keeps you focused on listening and not forming your own response, which may be a very different response if you didn't correctly understand what the client was trying to convey. The second strategy is listening to what's not being said. Very often, what is not being said can be as important as what is being said. What is the other person not mentioning? Identifying this will allow you to generate those good clarifying questions, which brings us to number three. The third strategy is one that we've discussed quite a bit in this episode. Ask good clarifying questions. This shows that you're really listening to what someone is saying, but it also helps you to get the additional information you may need. Strategy four is to take notes. A record is very helpful, and you can reference your notes as your discussion progresses to make sure that you have all of the details. I find that particularly helpful in my practice area, where my client may have competing priorities that I need to revisit and explore so that I can make the best recommendation for their unique situation. Strategy five is to eliminate distractions. When someone is speaking, give them your full attention. Don't look at a screen and don't try to formulate your next question. This is an important skill to develop, not just in your professional practice, but in your personal life as well. Be fully present when someone else is speaking. Give them your total attention and really listen to what they are saying. Now it is time for us to listen to each other while we both take turns saying it out loud. So Amy, you go first. What do you want to say out loud this week? This week, I'm going to say that I'm going to be more intentional about eliminating distractions. I'm going to make a conscious effort to leave my phone on the charger or maybe even in another room to eliminate distractions. I have a similar statement for myself this week. What I'm going to say out loud is I am going to devote a little bit more time each day to really sitting with my daughter and talking with her one-on-one without distractions. We actually did it last night, and I got a lot of information about what's happening in the second grade of her school, and it was a really fun night. That's awesome. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our podcast. Give us a follow at Lawyers Who Launch on Instagram and check out our website, lawyerswholaunch.com for more on listening skills on our blog. Have a great day.